Welcome to UNICEF's Transformation from Life. Powered by CQ'd Concepts. Hello, I want to welcome you to part one of what I'm going to call product living. I'm sure there's a better name for it, but we're rolling with it today. All right, so what does it mean for product living? Well, what it means is that we are all products of life. The past and present, even our hopes and dreams for the future, help guide and shape us. The decisions that we make, whether it be good or bad, are influenced by everything that we say and do. That's not revolutionary, right? I mean, everybody understands that, I think, and if not, you can at least understand the concept of what we're going for. What's interesting is that you can have somebody, well, I should say somebody, you could have two people who grew up in very similar situations. Bad childhood, bad area of town, picked on, didn't have any friends, and one person will rise and become, you know, a superstar of wealth and healthy living. They'll be, they'll be exactly what they want to be. And they'll, they'll say, hey, I had a bad childhood. I learned from it. I didn't want to do that anymore. So I, I decided to change it. And then you have the other person who uses that negative growing up, that negative childhood as an explanation as to why they are a dirtbag, right? Well, I, I go and I rob places because, you know, my dad didn't love me enough as a kid or I grew up in a bad part of town and the only way you survived was to do bad things. So as an adult, I just continue to do bad things. So how are two people who live a similar lifestyle so different? How can they be so different? It boils down to choice. One chooses to harness that negative and catapult them into a better life, and the other one chooses to use it as a crutch. That's all it boils down to, choice. But I want you to think about something that goes beyond that. We know that we are products, right? The decisions that we make have a profound effect on everybody else. No, no, what you're thinking, you're thinking, okay, no, no, duh, Chris, we, we know that. We've talked about it in the past. But listen to what I'm actually saying. We are a byproduct or we're a product of our environment, of our lives, the bad things that have happened to us. When we choose to do bad things to other people, we're creating that same environment for that person to either catapult them to the next level or to stay in it and use it as a crutch. This kind of blew my mind as I was thinking about it. You talk about, oh, I was bullied as a kid. Okay, who have you bullied? Whether it be as, whether as a child or even as an adult. And you may say, well, I'm not bullying them. I'm just picking on them. We're just having a little, a little fun. We're just rifting on them. Do they see it that way? 10 years from now, when they look back on their life and it didn't turn out the way it was, was it because you created this negative environment that they couldn't catapult themselves out of? I don't know about you, but that makes me want to really watch everything I say and do. Not to the point where I'm, you know, cautious that I can't say hi to someone for fear of putting them in the bad place because honestly, we have to make our own choices. No matter what our environment does to us, we still have to make choices, whether it be good or bad. But I feel like there's a lot more responsibility now in how I treat other people, how I treat my kids, how I treat my wife, how I treat myself. Because although I'm a living product of my past, my present, and my hope for future, I'm also creating the exact same environment for the people that are around me. Soak that in for just a moment. It's great to look at the people around you and say, well, you know, I lift everybody up and I'm always trying to be positive. I tell people all the, all the good things about them. Fantastic. What are you like when you're not on point? We all have days where the weight of the world is too much. Nobody lives that perfect lifestyle 24 seven. 
We have moments where maybe we snap a little, a little too fast. I catch myself. Sometimes I have what I like to call a pedestal problem, <laughs> where I've done so much during the day, and one of the kids will ask for for one more thing. That's the straw that breaks my back, right? And I've, I've in the past found myself rattling off all the things that I've done, like it's a big accomplishment. And the problem with that is, how does that make that kid feel? Probably not so good. So although the weight of the chores and, and everything I've done throughout the day, that's my that's my environment. So I have, a, I have a negative outlook on things because I've done so much. I put myself up on this huge pedestal saying, whoa, look at all these accomplishments I've done. And one, one more thing that I'm asked is too much for the almighty Chris, right? And yep, I get knocked off that pedestal pretty fast because now I'm creating a environment for the kids to learn from. I don't want them to learn that it's okay to rattle off everything that you've done in order to make someone else feel inferior. So now I really watch, even when I'm not having the best day, even when I'm a little tired, a little frustrated, I gotta watch what kind of environment I'm creating for the people around me. Let me tell you, this one is probably one of my favorite things that I get to talk about. Because for me, this was one of the most eye-opening things I didn't even think about. I always think about my past and what it does, what it's done to me. I didn't realize that I was creating the same, you know, creating an environment for the kids, both good and bad. When we talk about creating an environment, this is not always a negative connotation. But regardless, we're creating an environment for, for the people who are with us, even our coworkers. Think about going and complaining at work. To some people that may not be a big deal. Hey, so I say a few negative things about the business or the company or what I have to do today. To you, maybe you're venting. To someone else, you're creating a different environment for them to have to survive it. And that decision is gonna help them make their own decision. Are they gonna complain? Or are they gonna use the fact that you're a complaining coworker and it's gonna elevate them to the next level? I don't know. But I think we would be more aware of how we treat other people and the, the, the decisions that we make if we understood how that was creating new products for other people. I think the, the trick is to, first of all, you gotta be aware of it. Be aware of what you're doing and how it affects other people. The second thing is, if you have one of those moments where you're frustrated, maybe you've put yourself up on a pedestal, maybe you snap too much one day, at least apologize. So maybe that's the lesson for today. Take stock of what you're doing. And when you are a little short, when you are in the wrong, in any little bit, remember to apologize and be meaningful about it. All right. Hope you enjoyed part one. Next week, we're going to do part two. See you then.